0: The following is a presentation of tomorrow's
1: world. In the mysterious prophetic book of Revelation, four terrifying horsemen appear, the infamous Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. They have become icons of our cultural consciousness in the Western world and beyond. The terrifying ride of these horsemen will change the world and affect the lives of every soul on planet Earth in the days ahead, including yours and mine. Who are the four horsemen, and what does their ride mean for our world? We'll answer that question right now here on Tomorrow's World. Stay tuned. and welcome to Tomorrow's World. The very last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, contains a massive prophetic vision given by Jesus Christ to His disciple, the Apostle John. That book has been a mystery to most of mankind for almost 2,000 years. Yet those few who do understand it see the prophecies of Jesus Christ coming alive in their news feeds and their headlines in the newspapers. On today's program, we'll make available to you a free study guide that we're giving to all of our viewers Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. Be sure to watch for the information you need to get it. But for today, we're going to focus on four of the most mysterious figures to emerge from the pages of that prophetic book the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. They've captured the imaginations of many for centuries. And God's Word makes it plain that their ride into our lives in the days just ahead will change planet Earth forever in devastating ways. Who are they? We'll answer that question today. But to do so, we first have to understand some fundamental things about the book that describes them, the book of Revelation. Many modern Christians today avoid the book of Revelation, intimidated by its symbols, tales of warring angels and spirit beings, and afraid that they might misunderstand it. But Jesus Christ says in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 that we should live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, and that includes the book of Revelation. In fact, in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 3, God promises blessings for those who study this book of prophecy. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Jesus Christ doesn't want us to avoid this book. He wants us to understand it, and you truly can understand it. While we don't have time on this program about the four horsemen to go through all the principles that you'll uncover in our booklet, Revelation, The Mystery Unveiled, a few key principles will make a big difference in our discussion today. For instance, consider key number three from that booklet, knowing the purpose of the book of Revelation. Many think that the book of Revelation is simply allegory or metaphor without a particular meaning or purpose in time and space unconnected to events to come. But this goes completely against what the book itself says in its very first verse. Let's take a look at the very first verse of that book, Revelation 1-1. The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave Him to show His servants things which must shortly take place. The name of this book is not the great hiding It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. To reveal is to show something, not to hide it. Jesus says plainly that the book of Revelation is intended to show His servants the future that lies ahead of us, to reveal the things which must shortly take place in our future. Another vital key from the booklet that we will need today is key number one. Understanding that Christ is the revelator. Whose revelation is this? Again, how did the first verse of the book of Revelation begin? The revelation of Jesus Christ. You know, a lot of Bibles out there title this book The Revelation of St. John the Divine or The Apocalypse of St. John. But those titles are misleading God's Word says that this book is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And if we have questions as to the meaning of any part of it, Jesus Christ should be our source for answering those questions. As Revelation 19.10 says, The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Wouldn't it be wonderful then if we could Just ask Jesus Christ directly to explain the details of the end times and the events preceding His return in plain language so that we could understand the more symbolic language that He inspired in Revelation. Well, actually, we can. In several places in the Bible, Jesus Christ describes in plain terms exactly what events will take place before His return. Let's look at one of these instances in Matthew chapter 24, beginning in verse 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? This is exactly the question that we want him to answer. Let's look at his response. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Note here that Christ lists some concrete things to watch for. In order, massive religious deception in Christ's name, that is, religious leaders using the name of Christ falsely, great international conflict and war, And famines and pestilences with earthquakes. Christ's words here are plain and unambiguous. And as we'll see, these words from Christ the Revelator will unlock for us the identities of the infamous Four Horsemen. Let me pause here for just a moment and give you an opportunity to request today's free study guide Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. Your copy of this booklet is already paid for and cost you nothing. We just want as many people as possible to understand their Bibles more fully and deeply. Call, write, or click for a copy right now.
0: Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Call now, 1-800-236-0531 or write to us at the address on your screen, or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. And be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward/digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox, faster than postal mail.
1: Visit us online now. Welcome back. In the first part of today's program, we demonstrated that Jesus prophesied the coming of massive religious deception in Christ's name, great international conflict and war, and famines and pestilences. With Christ's clear prophecy in mind, let's turn to the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Who are they and what do they symbolize? The four horsemen make their appearance in chapter 6 of the book of Revelation as Jesus, symbolized in vision by a lamb, is given a prophetic scroll with seven seals keeping it closed. Yet heaven declares that Jesus Christ has the authority to open the seals and reveal the scroll's prophetic contents. Again, Jesus Christ is the revelator. Today's free booklet explains in detail and with proof the meaning of all seven of these seals. But for our program today, we need only focus on the first four. As the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ breaks Each of the four seals of the prophetic scroll. The four horsemen are then revealed. Let's begin in verse 1 of chapter 6. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering. And to conquer. So here is a vision of a white horse whose rider is wearing a crown and holding a bow intent on conquering. Now, some have believed that this rider is symbolic of Jesus Christ himself, but my friends, it is not. One reason some may have concluded that this first horseman is Jesus Christ is a later Bible passage in Revelation chapter 19. Let's look there, beginning in verse 11. Now I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he who sat on him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the Word of God. King of kings and Lord of lords. That this rider in Revelation 19 is Jesus Christ should be obvious. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. And yet, while he may seem similar to the rider on a white horse in Revelation 6, when you examine closely, you see that they're subtly different. The first horseman carries a bow into battle while Christ carries a sword. The first horseman wears a crown, while Christ is pictured wearing many crowns. When we recall Christ's plain prophecy from earlier, all becomes clear. The first item Jesus prophetically warned of in Matthew 24 was massive religious deception in His name. This rider represents a religion that seems like Christ but which is actually an imposter, merely bearing his name. Later in chapter 13 of the book of Revelation, this religion and the false prophet in particular who heads that religion is described as looking like a lamb, that is, looking like the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, but speaking like the dragon, Satan the devil. This first horseman represents an end-time climax to the deceptive, false Christianity that has been working on the earth since the days of the first century and will, in the days ahead of us, sweep the globe. The second horseman is described in Revelation 6, beginning in verse 3. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out, and it was granted to the one who sat on it, to take peace from the earth, and that people should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. Again, this matches Christ's plain words in Matthew 24, where he said that after the rising of a false Christianity comes great international conflict and war. The arrival of the second horseman indicates a climactic time of warfare, destruction, and unrest on a devastating worldwide scale. Picture in your mind the terrible conflicts that this world has seen already. Man has never been so inventive as when he has applied himself to the destruction of his fellow man. The barbarism of ISIS or the Islamic State, the butchery of the killing fields of Cambodia, the methodical murder and cold calculation of the Holocaust, history is filled with man's inhumanity to man. And now, with nuclear weaponry, dirty bombs, and chemical and biological warfare, the ability of a small number of people to kill hundreds of millions has never before been so terrifyingly real. Jesus Christ says in Matthew 24, that mankind will soon have the potential to destroy all life on the planet. This second horseman represents a time when the potential begins to become the reality, including the rise of a military power on the earth such as the world has never seen before, a power and a leader often referred to as the Beast of Revelation. This terrifying beast will be a significant part of a wave of global death and destruction like nothing mankind has seen in all of human history. Before we continue to the third and fourth horsemen, let me give you a brief opportunity to request today's free resource, Revelation the Mystery Unveiled. This booklet is one of our most popular study guides on prophecy. And while many claim the book of Revelation and its symbols simply cannot be understood, this free resource shows you that that is a lie. It lays out for you the plain meaning of the book with key prophetic events explained in detail and organized in a helpful chart. You can understand the book of Revelation. The mystery has been unveiled. Call, write, or click to get your free copy today.
0: Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on
1: Twitter. We've identified two of the horsemen. We have two more to go. After global religious deception in Christ's name, pictured by the first horseman, and global warfare and destruction, pictured by the second, come the third and fourth horsemen. Let's turn again to Revelation chapter 6. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed with him. As before, we see here that these two horses line up well with Christ's plain description of end time events in the Gospels. In Matthew 24, Jesus tells us that after religious deception and unprecedented warfare, famine and pestilence, or disease, are to follow. These are what Christ pictures by the third and fourth horsemen. The third horseman, riding a black horse, pictures famine. Holding a pair of scales in his hand, he announces that a quart of wheat costs a denarius, which in the first century was a full day's wages spent for the purchase of a bit of grain. What we have pictured here is the scourge of famine sweeping the world, when even the most basic of foodstuffs, grain and barley, is rare and precious. Virtually all of us have seen gut-wrenching scenes of suffering around the world where there are too many people and too little food where children and their parents wake up not knowing if there'd be any food to be found that day. Christ reveals a coming time when the entire world experiences climactic famine and want as it is never seen before in the history of mankind. Then comes the fourth horseman riding his pale horse. According to Jesus in Matthew 24, the horse is pale because his rider represents global pestilence, disease, and terrifying illness. In a world ravaged by the previous three horsemen, with the mounting dead from warfare and nuclear exchanges and the cruelty of violent civil unrest, as well as the scourge of famine in a starving world, robbed of the resources needed to sustain life, let alone civilization, disease well run rampant. Even our world today, diseases thought long gone like Tuberculosis or malaria are staging a comeback, but in new medicine-resistant forms. Altogether, what will be the cumulative impact of these horsemen in the world? It's estimated that the bubonic plague in the 1300s killed around 25 million people, and the Great Leap Famine of China from 1959 to 1961 killed 20 to 40 million people. World Wars I and II together killed more than 75 million people. What of the end-time ride of these horsemen, representing the climax of these terrifying forces among men? We see their impact described in Revelation 6 verse 8. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. Over a fourth of the earth. In today's terms, that would be nearly two billion people. The picture of the times just ahead revealed to us by Jesus Christ through the iconic images of the four horsemen is a grim one. But he tells us for a reason. What can you and your family do about it? Is there anything there is? And the secret about what you can do lies in the horseman that many do not discuss, the fifth horseman of Revelation. We'll discuss the fifth horseman and what you and your family must do concerning the days of these four horsemen in the last part of our program. But first, let me pause just long enough to give you time to request the free study guide that we're sending to everyone today, Revelation, The Mystery Unveiled. This booklet has helped thousands find peace of mind concerning what lies ahead. It really is free. Get your copy today.
0: Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now. 1-800-236-0531 Or write to us at the address on your screen. Or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org
1: Welcome back. You know, there's always been famine and disease in the world. Uh, the world has known warfare for most of its existence, and religious deception has always been with us, even in Christ's name over the last 2,000 years. But the time is coming when these conditions will climax in scope and in power in a way that it's almost impossible to imagine today. The first four seals will be opened, The cumulative horror of the four horsemen will be unleashed. One-fourth of humanity will die as a result of their ride. And the human race will have seen nothing like this since before the very beginning of mankind. So says the word of Almighty God. Yet, there is more to the story. Jesus Christ tells us to consider the times to come and to seek Him for protection, from the destruction this world brings on itself. In Luke 21:36 he commands us, watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the son of man. Yes, we can escape the worst of these things. In fact, for those who are walking with their savior, Not just listening to his words, but living them and striving to obey them, then the times to come are actually signs of hope. For as he says in verse 28 of the same chapter, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. We must remember that there are actually five horsemen in the book of Revelation. We already read of the glorious fifth horseman earlier in our program in Revelation 19, and that fifth horseman is Jesus Christ. He will bring to this devastated earth the wonderful kingdom of God when He will rule the world alongside His saints for the benefit of mankind for 1,000 years. Gone will be the religious deception of the first horseman, for Isaiah 11:9 says that the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Gone will be wars of the rider of the red horse. For Isaiah 2:4 and Micah 4:3 say that the people of the world shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Gone will be the famine of the black horse and its rider. For the world will be rich with food and abundance as it blossoms under Christ's leadership. And gone too will be the fourth horseman and his sickly horse. For we are promised by God in Isaiah 35, 5 and 6 that during that glorious reign the eyes of the blind shall be open and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb sing. May all of us be praying for the ride of that fifth horseman, Jesus Christ, who's coming soon to usher in the kingdom of God forever. And may we seek His face today, His way of life, His work, and His desires, that we may one day accompany Him on white horses of our own to help Him put the horses of the other four horsemen Out to Pasture for Good. Don't forget to get your copy of today's free resource. And don't forget to come back here next week or visit us online anytime. Richard Ames, Gerald Weston, and I will be here continuing to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ, the good news of His coming kingdom, and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. Take care, and we'll see you here next time.
0: To take advantage of today's free offer or view today's program now or anytime, go to tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.